All right. Hello, Idiots on Parade, the Too Ugly for Podcast TV. Hi, Jake. How's it going? Uh, all is well here. Should tell the listeners we are recording on Saturday, May 19th. And uh, yeah, there, there was a school shooting yesterday that we'll acknowledge right here to just to let the listeners know that we are aware that a news event happened. Jake, I don't feel like talking about it. Do you feel like talking about it? I'll, I'll tell you why I don't feel like talking about it. I, f- I don't feel like talking about it for two reasons. One, I'm just emotionally drained. I, it, it, we'd just be same, having the same fucking conversation over and over again. It happens so often. Uh, I don't think there's anything I can say to make anything different. And that's reason number two I don't want to talk about it is what can two assholes with a podcast do that's going to change the world? So... Fuck it, moving on. You know, that, I don't know, man. We did, we did end the crisis in North Korea. I think that was mostly us. Well, it was, and then it seems to have fallen apart because Kim Jong uh, hairdo is backing off again. Like we thought we had him and Trump all lined up, but now we need to get back to work on Kim. I mean, we did good work. I'm not gonna. We, we, I should pat us on the back for that. We, Jake, you and I did good work. I'm proud of you. But we, we haven't true. really we haven't finished it. Once we get follow through, we will take credit for North Korea. Fair enough, fair enough. We'll we'll let it happen. Yeah, the um, it it did just happen too. The thing in Santa Fe and the early news reports on these things, it, it seems more and more every year get worse and worse as far as how um, uh, accurate they are. Quality control. To, it, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's no quality control. It used to be. Um, yeah, they wanted to get the news story quick, but they wanted to make sure they weren't putting out stuff that just wasn't true, you know, and and that just doesn't happen anymore. So you see uh, with a ton of these stories in, in the first few days, the, the stories change wildly because everybody just wants to get it up first and get those clicks and the eyeballs on the screen and coming in first with a story uh, is way more important than being accurate. So it's 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 hard to really tell what what the hell happened with any of these things for the first few days yeah and i mean last night when i was on twitter just fucking around i came across a tweet by the politifact that verifies you know truths and untruths and it was a tweet that already said okay it's only a couple hours old but here are some here are some things we've already quickly researched and shot down like they had already found websites putting out bullshit and they were they were trying to be on top of no this is misinformation. Don't believe this, this, and this. Like that was, they just went into push mode. As soon as someone put out a clickbait article, they right. would research it. And it's like it's proper news sources or intelligent people will talk about it. But I'm not saying no, don't have, I'm not doing that like now is not the time to talk about gun laws or anything like that. I'm just saying that two fuckheads aren't going to make a difference. And until we get a good picture of what happened, it's not worth it for us to yammer on about. It's kind of like we did with the Starbucks thing a couple weeks ago. Our first thought was, all right, let's sit back and see what happened. Like they were sitting in a place and hadn't ordered anything. I know that if I, but then we find out, you know, by the next week that it was literally, they walked in, sat down. Can we help you? No, we're waiting for someone. All right, we're calling the cops. Like they were there a minute and the cops were called because they were black. Like, okay, we're willing to say that when we, we didn't want to take a stance last week. Now we will absolutely say, fuck that manager at Starbucks. I will say that the Lieutenant governor who said that it happened because there was too many entrances to the school. He's, he's a (laughs) fucking idiot. Yes. I can say that this early. 
I mean, that will, uh, the first thought I had was, uh, oh, that'll make fire drills really exciting with one entrance and exit to a school. If you're, if you're really trying to prop up the, ooh, there's a fire, everybody run to that one entrance. I mean, what a fucking dumbass thing to say. Yeah, and, and I, I get the, the side of the gun control debate where they think it's, um, it's idealistic to try to put all these regulations on guns because there's so many out there and, and, and a, lot of the, a lot of the people making the regulations don't really know what the hell they're talking about with the guns. So they, it's, it's, it's either blanketed shit on a wide range of rifles or it's, it's so specific – Bump that stocks. It's just a couple Once we do mu- bump stocks, everything will be saved. You know, right. it's like yeah, yeah. it's, it's, it's like a- I've I never knew what the fuck a bump stock was before, and it, it sounds like like I knew what bump firing was. That's a horribly inaccurate way of. It's not even technically making your rifle go full auto. All it's doing is see semi auto. That means uh, you have to pull the trigger again to make it fire again, right? And so what what bump firing is 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 it's where you're you're letting the recoil bounce the gun around to where it's it's bouncing into your shoulder and then bouncing back and causing your finger to, to fire it. And th- that was just sort of by holding a loose grip on it. Of course, you would never do that target shooting because it's it's going to be horribly inaccurate, you know? So I, I can't imagine that these bump stocks were very accurate for one thing or, or reliable, but I... Not a lot of people are using them. Basically, is is what. So that that's. I think that's why there was no pushback from the NRA or anybody on selling those. Is because they were like, well, yeah, we don't really. This isn't a hot money uh, item for us anyway. The, the there there was pushback from the NRA because they pushed back on everything, but it was it was somewhat reserved. Well, I, right, that's what I, I'm I saying. Say, it was, yeah. it was, it's not like it was. We, oh, we want to put a, a ban on, you know, AR-15s or, or semi-automatic rifles or something like that. Yeah, I will say one thing, and then let's, let's move on. When it comes to yeah, people not knowing what they're talking about, I have no fucking clue what I'm talking about. Um, but I have heard interviews with um, a few special forces guys, uh, one guy that killed Bin Laden, and they have all said the same thing to to a man, 100%, no margin of error. They have all said. Dude, I've been in firefights, I've been in military situations, I've been in combat, blah, blah, blah. I've never had my gun on full automatic. You shoot, you know, you pull the trigger and you aim and you're trying to conserve ammo because if, like, oh yeah, I'm in a firefight, let's put it on full, oh, there, all my bullets are gone and I have to reload. It's like, for all well, this talk yeah, about how full the M4s, auto... they do, I'll, I'll, I'll put a little caveat on that. So they, they do now uh, use in, in the military... Uh, M4s and M16s that do semi-automatic and then there's a three-round burst. Reason for that is, like you said, you run out of ammo. What was happening back in Nam when it was mostly 20-round mags, not even the 30-round mags that are standard now, but it would go on full auto and and then yeah it's, it's it's gone right away because we still have full auto with 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 cruise serve stuff but you have a whole goddamn belt of ammunition you know yeah there's yeah, 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 yeah. possibly hundreds of rounds on on that thing so yeah you can do and and normally and it might it might change a little bit depending on the gun but it's it's usually like five to nine round bursts is, is what you're doing with most fully auto guns and so you do you do the rough math on that you know you, you do like let's say seven rounds and you got a 20 round mag 
Well, you've, you've basically squeezed the trigger three times and, and you're now reloading. So if you did that, you'd spend most of your time reloading. I was just going to say thing. that, like literally right. if, if a school shooter was on full auto, because everybody talks about that, like who needs fully automatic, you know, to fight, a, to shoot a deer and go hunting and blah, blah, blah. It's like, I'm, I'm not trying to start a fight, but say a school shooter had it on full auto. Yeah, he'd be out of ammunition really fucking quick. And well, yeah, every, the civilian ev- models don't even do the three-round yeah, burst. So, everyone yeah. says that, like, if you are going to take down a shooter, the only chance you have is when they're reloading. So either way, let's right. not get into it. Let's talk about the other thing, Jake. Oh, but yeah, I, one, one thing I, I wanted to bring up with the, 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 the laws being idealistic, you know what I mean? Like uh, a lot of the, uh, the regulations. On the flip side of that is like well the the other side doesn't really have to have much else you, you know what i mean is is there like well it won't work man in the rifles well then what's your solution and then it's always something fucking crazy it's always arm the teachers and and now it's oh there's too many entrances to the school like what do you okay but you got it you got to figure something else out other than just fucking nonsense and, and and there is something to the argument that well these weapons were available you know, 30, 40 years ago, and we weren't having these school shootings and shit, even though the weapons were there. So what's going on with our society? Well, that's, yeah, there's, it's it's both of those things. It's not, it's it's, it's never going to be. Either or, it's a combination. But when, when the, the, the side that's totally against gun regulation whatsoever has crazy arguments like, well, there's too many, there's too many entrances to the schools. Let's just nail up (laughs) half the entrances. That'll, that'll stop school shooters. Paint them over. All right, Jake, as I said earlier to the listeners, it's May 19th. I am happy. I'm happy, Jake. Uh, After today, today is the last day. Right now, my fucking news feed, whenever I go to CNN, MSNBC, Apple News, wherever I go, Fox News, even fucking assholes, not as much. I I respect Fox News, Just just a little bit, just a scotch for this. Everything is fucking royal wedding. Last night, before going to bed, I saw a thing that said, are you getting up at 4 a.m. to watch the royal wedding live? And it's like, no. And here, Jake, I have a problem I want to explain to you. Yeah. I thought that the internet, and I know Facebook is, but I thought that news sites, I thought that every website that I visited was full of cookies and algorithms. Because... Um, our dog has diabetes and I searched for diabetes medication on Amazon. Well, my wife has linked to my Amazon. So she started getting dog food diabetes ads in her Facebook. That's how integrated shit is. And the reason I tell you this is I have never once clicked on a Royal wedding article and yet it's all in my fucking feed. You would think that at some point they would go, you know, this asshole never seems to click on Royal wedding bullshit. Let's just get it out of his. Every time he comes to our homepage, let's just put something else up there. Something else to clickbait him. All I've seen is Royal wedding shit and I'm sick of it. It's like, it's like, how often do you visit porn sites, Jake? Um, well, I mean, I'm on one right now, so I guess, you know, since the last time, it's been little, literally zero <laughs> seconds. Okay, good, good, good. So you'll know what I'm talking about when I say that uh, porn sites today, and this has been going on for months, and at first I thought I was crazy. If you're about to trash the royal wedding uh, <laughs> parody porn, now that's where I no, gotta no, no. stop you no, right there. I, I don't give a shit about the royal wedding, but that's good porn, sir. That's the one I'm clicking on, is the por- the, the porn parody. No, I, I was scared to talk about this. I'm not going to lie to you because I, I I've, again, with the algorithm algorithms, I would click on Pornhub or YouTube, you porn, I mean, RedTube, and, and, and um, 
my front page would have all this stuff on it, shit on it, and I'd be like, what? And I'm like, is this just yeah. me? Am I being targeted? And then I heard a comedian do a bit, and I'm like, okay, is it? the front page of every goddamn porn site right now is quasi incest bullshit. It's been going on for months where you go to the homepage and it's like stepdad plows his stepdaughter. And that's with the royal wedding. Like, I've never sure. clicked on a royal wedding story. Why am I Although seeing I, this? Although I will say, uh, not to not to burst the bubble of a lot of the uh, incest porn fans that, that listen to us, um, I don't think a lot of those people are really related. I think <laughs> that they're actually porn actors. You know what I mean? I, I I think they're actually actors just sort of saying, yeah, uh, that's my stepbrother or whoever. Okay, two things. Uh, I'm going to go down a long sideways path right here, and I apologize. First of all, I'll get my statement out of the way, which was I've never clicked on quasi-incestual porn, so... I don't want it in my goddamn feed, which is why I was like, like whenever I would see it, I'm like, why is this targeting me? Am I being targeted for this shit? I've never clicked. Kind of like the royal wedding. That's how I'm tying this together. But to what? Sure. You- yeah. No. And I will say real quick that um, the founding fathers fought a long, bloody war so that we didn't have to give a shit about the royal wedding or soccer. All right. Yes. Anytime you watch yes. either one of those, it's like digging up Ben Franklin and kicking him in the dick. Why should be we care about a royal wedding? Oh, because he's marrying a commoner from America. Still don't give a fuck. I mean, Still don't care. When, I, when I say I don't give a fuck, good for them. I'm happy they're getting married. Good for her if they're in love. I'm not shitting on the idea of marriage or them. I just don't know why anybody gives a fuck about that wedding as opposed to any other two strangers getting married right now that you don't know. That right now, in the state of Alaska, someone is getting married. I don't know who. Two people are getting married. Could be a guy marrying a moose. I don't know, but I don't give a fuck. So there's no difference in my mind to the two people in Alaska getting married right now and the royal wedding that happened this morning. I don't the, the give a fuck. The royal family isn't interesting to me until the Queen of England has one of them murdered in Paris and blames it on the paparazzi. <laughs> oh, ouch. All right, so this is the sideways path I wanted to go down. I, my wife and I had a date night last night, and we went out with another couple, and we played trivia, um, where, you know, either way, trivia, you know what it is. And and at one point, we, we were on the south side of Iowa City, and my wife saw and pointed out, and then she brought up to the other couple, she goes, hey, did you notice that over there in that strip mall, the old... Uh, um, Thai massage place that was well known for giving happy endings went out of business and that started a discussion on that Thai place and she told a story about her old boss that would go there he was like this rich old dude that would go get fucking jerked off and I made a joke where I said well is that kind of cheating you know like getting and she's like yes it is cheating how dare I'm like but it's a professional thing you know you go get a massage you get a little hand job and she's like no that's cheating now the reason I'm thinking of this is at some point last night during the conversation I made the royal wedding porn uh, incest comparison and my wife said exactly what you did she said well to be fair they're probably just actors and I'm like how are you justifying the fact that they're just actors, like that that's okay, versus me saying that I want to go get a massage and a jerk off, and that's not okay? And she goes, well, one is your hand, and one is someone else's hand. And I'm like, yes, yes, that is true. However, it's what's going on in my head. If I'm watching the quasi-incestual porn and jerking myself off, there's something very, very wrong with me. And she didn't have a comeback for that. I, I will say that the stuff that's, uh, that says stepbrother, I don't think it's as 
incesty as the stuff that says you, you know the the one where the lady's sleeping with her brother or her father's it's it's like it's sort of flirting with the idea of incest but it's not well, going yeah. all the it's like diet incest you know what i'm saying it's like gluten-free incest porn <laughs> and i'm like it's, it's for like someone dipping their toe in the incest waters like will i like yeah. this maybe i'll maybe i'll maybe i'll just give it a gander yeah yeah like i, I want I want to jerk off to the kind of thing that's frowned upon, but still legal in about 30, 40 states. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I, I, I feel like maybe it's either somebody getting into it, it's either a gateway drug, so to speak, for incest porn, or it's the opposite. Maybe it's somebody trying to wean themselves <laughs> off of incest porn. You know what I mean? Maybe somebody was like, you know, I, I, I need to change my ways, but I still need to make it. I need to. I need that banjo playing somewhere. You know what I mean? I don't need to see the little big-headed boy from Deliverance right next to the bed, but I gotta hear him in the next room. That kind of thing. It's to wean themselves off to kind of like like a like a smoker's patch it's for incest say, It's porn. a Nicorette patch for for yes. incest. An incest porn patch, so to speak. So really, I think step brother, stepfather, stepmother porn is only gross. Depending on what the last thing they jerked off to was, it's all relative. You know what I'm saying? It well, uh, pun intended. It's all relative. Was that a pundit pun intended use of that phrase? It wasn't supposed to be a pun, but I'm glad that it turned out that way. All I, things are relative with incest porn. That's what I say. I uh, I ah. Uh, that 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 used to be the 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 the, the smoker's patch for incest. Trying to weed that. Oh my goodness! You got to take that to the goddamn stage. You have to you have to use that one on stage. That one's funny. The only yeah, yeah I might, you, might, you might do a little incest. You, you got to have an audience uh, that that has that visits. Well, all the guys do. It's whether or not they want to admit to it. I just. I know I'm harping on a subject, but I just can't. I just I was happy. It is so rare when you're married to corner your spouse and win an argument. And when I when she said yes, but it's it's someone else jerking you off versus you jerking yourself off. And I came back with aha, but what am I jerking myself off to? I, I'm jerking myself off to quasi incestual porn and the other, and that means there's something in my head that's wrong. I, I won an argument against my wife. And, I still don't see how those two things line up, but I'm glad don't. that you convinced your wife to let you go to the Thai massage happy ending yeah, But place. it's out of I business. Did. That Remember, that's how this all started, is they said, hey, that time, that was out of well, business. Yeah, I didn't even know one's going to open up down the street. You you know Thai jack-off places, man. They don't... Eh. They're, 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 they don't they're stay gone, down for but long. not forgotten. You know, yeah. let's 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 put it that way. They're 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 around. Uh, well, my my problem was as they because uh, she and her friends knew about it, and when I said I'd never heard of it, and she goes, "It's been there for twenty years," and I'm like, "How am I just hearing about it? That, it?" That's what made me sad. And well, if it had been there for twenty years, I wonder if the masseuses changed over. If you were just getting like grandma that was that had been there since it opened, like you know, used to be a hot nubile eighteen year old. Ah, I suppose she wouldn't be a grandma; she'd be forty eight, but still, you know. Yeah, they used to pull the old switcheroo on me there. What they would do, see, is they, is they would have like a young, good-looking Thai lady at the at the front desk. You know what I mean? She would be like the uh, oh yeah yeah the, yeah, yeah. The, the maitre d. Yeah, and then she would take me into the room, and she'd be like, "All right, well, I you know I'm gonna I'm gonna give you the massage pretty soon here." 
we just got to turn the lights really, really low and you turn over and put a blindfold on. And then um, I, I opened my eyes and, you know, in the, in the middle of it, you know, and, and, I, and I pulled out my phone and put a light on her. Uh, it was Sarah Huckabee Sanders jerking me off. And I was like, oh, no, Sarah. God damn it. Fool That's... me once. Shame on you. Not again. Sarah Huckabee Sanders again. God damn it. That's that's going to kill an erection right there, Sarah. Yeah. That's going to kill an erection. Um, speaking of old elderly Thai women, did you ever? Were you ever in Okinawa? Did you see the banana lady? I was never in Okinawa. No, uh, I saw it. You you know the the Stanhope bit, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually uh, saw her because I you know I went to Okinawa, and uh, you know you meet guys there, and I think. Doug Stanhope even mentioned it on his CD. I think it was Sicko, but he does a whole bit about this banana woman that was outside of Gate 2, uh, Kadena Air Base, Okinawa. And I'm like, well, uh, I'm on Kadena Air Base. Let's find Gate 2. And back in the day, it really was. I have a video of it. Not her. I don't, you know, you don't, you don't bring it out there, but I have video of walking down the street. And you'd walk down the street and it was all just fucking hooker bars. And it was beautiful. And I, I went into a bunch of them. We've talked about this because I, I was always dating someone and I never fucked a hooker. And it's like one of my life regrets um but i did go see the banana lady and if anybody listening right now has put two and two together um it it, it, she she would put a banana up inside her honey pot and then she using her kegel muscles would chop it up and they would always try and get a marine on stage to like sit with his mouth open and then she would squat over him and you know chop 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 and try and shoot a piece of banana in his mouth and doug stanhope on his cd talks about how he volunteered but but the whole point is um like around the time of the Korean War, maybe Vietnam, you know, she was a hot nubile 18 year old. And when I saw her in 2000, you know, she's what, you know, 70, 80, uh, I'm, the year 1970. So uh, 20, yeah. 30, 40, 50, 60. So she's like 60 years old, something like that. And it was it was not erotic. I'll, I'll put it that way. It, it was not erotic, but it was interesting. I, I still saw it. It, it suddenly it, it went from really hot to an episode of Real Sex on HBO where yes! it's just a, a yes! naked old person doing gross stuff with bananas. <laughs> yes, absolutely. I remember when I first heard about Real Sex. I'm like, oh, this could be interesting. No, it's not. It's it Real Sex, not. or as I think it should be called, porn that's impossible for anyone to jack off to, but we made like 16 <laughs> goddamn seasons of it for some reason. Are there any more old fat hippies banging in the mud than get a camera on them? <laughs> Season 17, coming right up. Are there any people that are adamantly opposed to maintenance down there? Oh, good. Let's do an entire episode on your ginormous bush, male yeah, I, or I female. They have all those ugly people banging, and they're like, no, 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 it's... it's it's about opening chakras. It's some kind of pseudo spiritual thing, man. It's 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 so much deeper than us just fucking in the mud. No, it's just you fucking in the mud. You should stop. It's oh. disgusting. Oh, segway, Jake. Segway. Uh, we had topics we were going to talk about. Um, real sex, real people, real bodies banging. I sent you a link that was sent to me by astute listener Dan. This this sort of segues appropriately. Uh, talk about real bodies and real people. You reminded me. Um, last week we talked about this this obese woman that was not allowed. She calls it kicked off of a Harry Potter ride. But the truth is, 
it was a safety issue. She got on the Harry Potter ride. She said, fat shaming, fat shaming. She got on the Harry Potter ride, and it's a roller coaster, and the roller coaster has the bar that comes over the top, and it goes kick, 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 and it locks you in place. Well, she was so fat, it didn't go kick, kick, kick. It wouldn't lock her in place, so they had to. she had to get off, and she's like, fat shaming. It's like, no, you're just too fat. So, astute listener Dan. I like that she actually thought that she was going to get some massive movement you know, to I, I don't know what show up from all around the country on buses to boycott it like Selma style of just <laughs> obese people outside Harry Potter. <laughs> this is our bus boycott. It's Harry Ro- Potter ride boycott. Mm-hmm. Ooh, funnel cake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was about to make a, a KFC joke when you said funnel cake. <laughs> uh, well, uh, this Harry Potter woman, um, astute listener Dan, is your savior. He has found a place called The Resort, the world's only plus-size getaway, where people that are obese can go and just be themselves and it is for obese people only. And, and let me let me before let me say right here, this is discrimination against me, and I don't care. I don't care if someone wants to set something up like the the movie. Remember remember when uh, Wonder Woman came out and uh, uh, the Alamo Theater did an all woman screening. I didn't care. Good. Let women see that movie. It's about a woman. Let, let them have a woman. And there were guys that were screaming, this is discrimination. This is discrimination. And it's good discrimination. I don't care. If you want to go somewhere and feel well, comfortable. Well, in every, every new Mel Gibson movie that comes out, there's a, a, a white men over 35 only screening. You know what I mean? So, like, I, and no, I mean, to be fair, that's all, that's who, that's just who shows up to those. So they don't, they don't need to make it a rule, but they do just to make it a thing. Yeah, but I'm, I'm just, that, that, that's my point is sometimes discrimination is okay because it's empowering. It's like uh, we're doing an African-American thing. We're doing an LGBTQ thing. We're doing, a, and it's fine. I, I don't feel that I need to whine and protest and say, how dare they set up this business and discriminate me? Do your thing. Good for you. That said, I do have a caveat here. Uh, isn't it kind of sad in a way? Like, shouldn't it be a wake-up call when you can't fit on the Harry Potter ride? Instead of screaming about making a bigger roller coaster, maybe you should try and be a smaller person. Like all these people that go to this resort. No, but this is sort of a way of of doing that. They're like, look, I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and and yell at. The people who make wicker chairs, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna yell uh, 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 in in a positive way. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to the resort that has big, sturdy, iron like Game of Thrones type chairs that can support <laughs> all 600 pounds of me, and I'm, 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 I'm gonna yell with joy that I'm sitting around and you, getting drunk and you, eating chicken wings. Yes, uh, you, you got ahead of the listeners. Um, uh, you, 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 you made a joke that was inside your own head. Listeners, uh, what Jake is talking about is the guy that founded this resort was working. Oh, I, I forgot about that, actually. Yeah. No, I, uh, oh, yeah. you were just doing your own. There was a, he was working at a resort in uh, Granada, Grenada. I forget what it's called. Either way, Reagan liberated it. You're welcome, Grenada uh, Medical School. Um, a young woman sat down on a lounge chair and went right through it, and it broke. And then she got charged for the lounge chair. So in the article, the guy that opened this resort said uh, he has chairs that are made from strong wood that can hold up to 560 pounds. Like, 
<laughs> if if you need a chair that holds five, it, it, I, I like I, I said, I'm torn. Good for them. Good for them for having their resort. Also, maybe he invested a wake up in the call. future. He's he he walks around truck stops and Walmart and, and things. The future is fat. He invested uh, in fat. Yes, I I mean a very wise business move. Very very wise business move on his part. Oh yeah. <sighs> I, but no, uh, it, I do like the idea of somebody, because um, you mentioned being discriminated against by not being able to get into the, the overweight resort. I do kind of like the idea of somebody who, you, you know, like they went there, loved it, and then they lost a lot of weight. You, you know, like through no fault of their own. They didn't like fuck up and eat healthy or anything. They got like a tapeworm or, <laughs> you, you know, they, they had an accident where their jaw was wild, wired shut for a couple months and could okay. only... Can only eat liquids. And so now they have, the, like, the wiring comes off the jaw, and they need to fatten back up because they know, you, you know, you know the things at amusement parks, the, the little decorative yardstick where you have to be this tall to get on the ride? Yeah. They know at that yeah. resort they have one of those things tipped sideways. They got a horizontal, <laughs> you know? Like, Listen, if you want to get into the park, no, 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 you must be this wide to get it. And they, you know, they, 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 they make it decorative. They paint it like a big hoagie or something. But that hoagie means business. It's not just about fun and games. you got to meet the yardstick. And so they're just cramming and cramming, trying to meet that yardstick so they can get into the park. <laughs> that amused me. I cannot lie. I like that one. I Did you ever read the book Skipping Toward Gomorrah? No. You know Dan Savage is, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. He's, a, he's an advice columnist. Um, he wrote the book, and I haven't read it in 10 years, I think, maybe even longer. I don't know when it came out. Um, but it's it's he, he Gamora he he did the seven deadly sins at the time he wrote it there was a very popular book about how to avoid the seven deadly sins so he did his like oh let's let's indulge in the seven deadly sins therefore skipping toward Gamora and uh, he, gluttony is a sin I, I I don't know what you said that made me think of this but uh, discrimination I guess he went to a, a body acceptance seminar full of obese people. And he met a woman and he was interviewing a bunch of people and he met a woman that due to health reasons, she was in failing health. She was so big. She decided to get lap band surgery because it was the only thing that was going to save her. And she was discriminated against. Like you said, with the they go the, the vacation couple, the joke you made, she told the group, she said, look, I have diabetes. Uh, they're going to take my foot off. I have heart problems, blah, blah, blah. I am getting lap band surgery. I need to lose weight. And they started shaming her, saying, how dare you? You should love yourself the way you are. You and don't she... need both your feet, you poser. <laughs> but it's like, it's just sad that it goes to the, how we opened this with the gun debate, where it's blanket statements, all or nothing. Like, it just, people are so fucked in the head, no matter what stance they take. Like, I personally, I think, and people could argue against it, and I don't care, you know, fine, I'll, I'll accept it, uh, that I am live and let live. If you're a big person, great. Now, if you can't get on a roller coaster ride, I don't want you here about whining about. I don't want to hear you whining about how it's discrimination. No, you're just big. I don't care what you are: black, white, gay, straight, bi. If you're an asshole, you're an asshole. If you're a good person, but it's like you find these sects of people who say, "How dare you body shame us because we're obese?" And then someone does something 
to change their life, and they're like, you are cast out. You are immediately not one of us, and fuck you. Even though they've you lived their really whole life. You weren't really going to lose your feet. That's just the skinny media trying to scare you <laughs> out of eating cheeseburgers. Don't listen to that. Um, you know, um, it doesn't say it in the article, but you know what I bet is going on at that resort? I bet I bet there's a lot of banging going on. I bet it's like a swingers resort for obese people. I bet the I bet the whole place smells like talcum powder and baby oil. Yeah, yeah, it must smell pretty bad, dude. That's uh, it's not a good image for sure. No. Speak. speak I, I hope they pay their janitors well. You know. <laughs> I hope all janitors get paid well. They have to. Yeah, deal but especially with a lot. them. Oh my God, they got to go there in hazmat suits. Oh my God, I have not had this thought in over a decade. Um, when I lived in Los Angeles, I'm going to try and make this really fast. When I worked in Los Angeles, I worked as a representative for office buildings for filming. So if a film company wanted to come in and do a commercial or a TV episode, I was a liaison. So I was in an office building downtown Los Angeles when there was a, a unionizing event where they were trying to get janitors to unionize. And they held a protest at a building across the street from where I was working. And I was friends with all the security guards in the building I was working in. I said, hey, you got cameras outside that can focus on that protest? And they said, absolutely. And I said, turn them on. And then I went outside, got in my car, took my pants off. And I, I, I said, you got big, I, I made it like a big sign. And I joined the protest and I just walked around uh, with a sign that said more work, less pants. So I joined the janitor's <laughs> protest, just, just you know, in my underpants with a sign that said, more work, less pants, more work, less pants. Nice, if somehow nice. anybody is hearing this has ties to, was it the 1055 building in Los? I could look, no, it was 7th, I, I, could, I could show you what building it was, I just can't remember what it was called. I wonder if there's old security footage of me doing that. God, that was a good memory. Anyway, so okay. I, it was it was the janitors' union. Yeah, well, they were they were doing this big push in Los Angeles at the time to unionize janitors, saying, "Hey, janitors do all the cleaning. We are under, yeah. underrepresented." And they were they were picking building by building to protest, saying, "Treat the janitors better." And it was happening right outside where I was working, so I just joined the protest with my own sign. I I don't know anything about the movement, what happened to it, other than for one moment I was there walking around on a Los Angeles street, in my underpants. See, it would have been awesome if, like, a bunch of other janitors were just like, fucking A, finally someone's got the balls to say it. I'm tired <laughs> of having to clean in pants all day. This is bullshit. I, this is what we're, see, we wanted to wait until we had a union, a strong union to make a push for no pants. But fuck it, we're going all in now. We're blitzkrieging you bitches. No pants. Air them out. Air them out. Yeah. Air them out. All right, one last thing thing uh, i sent you a news story jake i've got bad news for you and for me this this one hurts i'm not gonna lie to you listeners if you are longtime listeners you know that every week jake and i finish the podcast by saying someday the two of us are going to move to kansas and become members of law enforcement well i don't think we're going to do that anymore i think jake and i our dream has come to an end because according to a new law just passed in kansas Kansas police officers cannot have sex during traffic stops. That's right. We are infringing on the freedom of law enforcement where they, they no longer can they pull you over for speeding and then have sex with you in the back of their car or your car. Jake, I, I don't know what to say about this. Do you have any thoughts? I can't work pantsless as a janitor. I can't work pantsless as a highway patrolman. This is bullshit, man. 
Some of the best sex I've ever had was at traffic stops. <laughs> As one of 33 states where consensual sex between police and people wasn't a crime. Consensual. Define consensual. Hey, baby. Yeah, I just pulled you over. That's a $5,000 ticket is what I'm going to write up here. And Unless you uh, want to get in my back seat. What's consensual at a traffic? Like, How'd you had- like to beat this one outside a traffic court? Yeah, yeah, like literally consensual sex. Really, like you get pulled over and within 10 seconds, you know, ooh, I just want to blow this cop. Well, that's what, I read that's the article going further. I think mind. it was mainly talking about, um, I mean, it, it threw that in there, but it, it was, it also mentioned while, um, Detained. While suspects are in custody yeah, yeah. And, and things like, and that seems a little more likely to me. Yeah, it does. Uh, I mean, we all know rape happens in everywhere, so uh, I get it. It's just a funny headline. All right, um, Jake, you finished Wild Wild Country. Let's talk about that next week, shall we? Yeah, we should. That was Let's, that was a uh, good one. Listeners, if you want in on this, uh, watch uh, Wild Wild Country on netflix and that way you'll know more oh about but what i do have to tell of. you about one thing that happened at work yesterday though before yeah, yeah, yeah. we sign did off did you watch wind river yet by the way did you watch i did last night? i did that was really good we could talk about both of those Let's wild wild that. country about the colton oregon and then wind river also on netflix uh was really good wild wild river is a documentary wild wild country is a documentary uh wild river is a fiction film it's it's so fucking good all right uh work story jake Go, please go, Dude, Jake. Tell me your Gene story. Simmons said hi to me in the bathroom the other day, man. It was awesome. Ah, what was he uh, there for? Do you know what show he was on? I think he was doing Wilkow actually on the Patriot Channel of all things. But I was, I was just, I was washing my hands, about to turn around, and the doors behind me in the mirror, and then and Gene Simmons walks in right as I'm about to turn around and leave, and he's just like, "Hello," and I'm like, "Oh, hey!" <laughs> and it was, it was so fucking cool, man. Yeah, that guy is like larger than life. I imagine that's awesome. Um, oh, and he was—they—they they were playing a Beatles song. Um, I, I think it was the the one uh, things things we said today or, or something like that. Uh, it was off like their second album. But I, I remember listening to the song in the bathroom and thinking, I fucking love this song, man. It's one of those uh, those 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 really good Beatles songs that you just don't hear that often. You right, know, that right. kind of gets buried by the other really good Beatles songs. But really, really good one. But. Uh, yeah, as a, after he says how he walks in, and then Gene Simmons is now singing along to the Beatles song. So yeah, Gene oh. Simmons is in the bathroom singing the Beatles. Man, it was it was amazing. That's pretty fucking cool. All right, I have one quick story for you that I forgot. Uh, I, I wasn't gonna tell. I just you made me think of it because it's a celebrity moment. That's what made me think when you said Gene Simmons. I um, I went to an open mic on Thursday here in Iowa City. It's a fun little open mic at a coffee shop. And uh, right before they started the open mic, Little Wing by Jimi Hendrix came on. Oh, nice. and that reminded me of a story from years and years ago that I had not. Kind of, kind of like the the janitor no pants story. I had not thought of this story in years, but I went up at the open mic and I said, "Hey, I'm going to tell this quick story because it's fresh in my mind. It's not a joke. It was just I just you know you're at an open mic, so you're going to fuck around and tell stories." And uh, so I went to see Metallica live, and uh, you know when you go see metal bands, everybody does does a solo, and their guitarist Kirk Hammett did a guitar solo in the middle of the concert, and he threw. Jimi Hendrix's guitar solo from Little Wing in the middle of his Metallica guitar solo. Does that make oh, sense? Nice. Yeah. yeah. And so after the show, um, after the concert, my buddies and I said, hey, let's go wait by the tour buses and let's get autographs. Or blow the guys, am I right? Huh? Maybe we could blow Metallica. Right, right. So 
So we do. We wait there for two hours, and this is then obviously in the days before heavy security and shit. But eventually Metallica comes out, and there are like you know fifteen you know guys just all standing around like, dude, Metallica, yeah, sign it. So we're we're getting autographs, and Kirk Hammett, you know, Lars walks by, he just shakes a hand and signs something. They keep going. They're not talking really. They're just trying to get on the bus and leave. But Kirk Hammock is signing whatever Hammett is signing what I have, and I go, hey, dude, you threw Little Wing by Jimi Hendrix in the middle of your guitar solo, didn't you? And and he. We had a moment like he looked at me like, dude, you caught that? And I'm like, yeah, man. And we we had this like bond for a second where like he was oh, trying. That's cool. Well, it, it, cool for them because you could tell that he was like trying to do something. And in 10,000 people, like the fact that I caught it meant something to him that he was like, yeah, you know, Jim. And then me being a complete dumbass, I said, yeah, I, I really like Sting's version of Little Wing. And he went from like, <laughs> I mean, he's looking at me like, like, dude, we're sharing a moment. And the instant I say I like the Sting version of a Jimi Hendrix song, he was like, I'm out of here, faggot. You know, like, just move it. Yeah. If you ever want to lose the respect for one moment, though, the look on his face was, dude, this guy's all right. He caught Little Wing and then I dropped the Sting bomb and he was out of there. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Was, that, that's like somebody coming up to you after a show and telling them, telling you how much they loved your set, and it's it's some of the best life comedy they've ever seen. Uh, second only to the time that they saw Dane Cook uh, yeah, early I on. Knew, you know? I knew you were going to go to Dane Cook, and yes, that's exactly what it is. Kind of, I Sting's goddamn talented, but but you know, with with Metallica, you're not going to trump you know uh, Hendrix with Sting, but that. It, it was it was a great moment to watch his face change. The All only right. thing funnier than your set is Jeff Foxworthy doing "You might not be a, or you might be a redneck" jokes. Your shit was it was "You might be a redneck" esque yes. that joke. A compliment for the ages. All right, kids. Thanks for listening. If you can, give Wild Wild Country and uh, Wind River a watch on Netflix because. That's what Jake and I are going to talk about next week. One's a documentary, Absolutely. one's a film. And uh, jakevebra.com, look for him. NathanTimmel.com, look for me. Um, goodbye. Later. Later.